What's going on, everyone? This is Griffin McDonald, the host of Fit Check, a podcast about personal style and the stories behind them. McDonald with my co-host Joshua Teckel and you're listening to Fit Check, the podcast about personal style and the stories behind them. And this week we have the Latron's father himself, Stephen Toronto. <laughs> Stephen, how are you? Very good. Very good. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming on. For sure, man. Appreciate you coming on. I know it was, it was it's been a minute since we actually were able to get you on. We met at Thrift Affairs. Noma Warehouse at Thrift Affair. Yeah, that, was, that had to have been like at least two months ago. Yeah. It was um, back in August. That yeah, was, it was. That's it was a fire worse. show. Yeah, man, and and it was my first time. It was it was yours too, wasn't it, Griffin? Yeah. Was that your first time too? Yeah, yeah. It was a great, great show though. Uh, I every time I have gone to Columbia, I've had success. So, and it's it's cool seeing that going out of your own town, out of your yeah, hometown, yeah. whatever. Um, and seeing people like, just like, yo, this is sick. Like, is this your own brand? Like. I never heard of you guys before, but it looks like, you know, stat like established, you know, so it feels good. Yeah. We got to start the show off with with the usual tradition, which is the fit check. So so Steven, you can go top to bottom or bottom to top. Give us the fit. <laughs> All right. I'll start up top, I guess. Uh, I went out to Blue Tile yesterday, skate shop in Columbia and cop yeah. and cop this uh, like washed green hat. With the sick uh, French artist logo, blue tile logo. Then my uh, shirt is just the old school Latrons. Last summer drop, royal blue with the big coyote on the chest. Um, it's okay. not even available anymore? Nah. Nah. Oh, that was okay. A, OG, OG stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's from last summer's drop. Um, it was actually the best drop I've done. And then I'm I'm rocking a uh, Seiko watch. Not Seiko. Ooh, it ain't. It, it looks Seiko. it looks real baller, but you know it's it's affordable for sure. <laughs> Seiko's Seiko's it's it's tasteful because it's like that nice middle ground of not being as expensive as a Rolex, but it's also not like a like a Timex or something Exa- like that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I always when I was younger, I always wanted a Seiko for some reason. So same, yeah. same. The first nice watch I was exposed to was a Seiko because my dad owned one. He used to own a jewelry store, and okay. so he had all kinds of jewelry. But his favorite watch that he's been wearing for at least thirty years was a Seiko watch. That's sick. And it, yeah, and it ran on. It ran on. I think it was either body temperature or blood. So he never had to change the battery. What? If he, yeah, if he had That's, it off, what? yeah, if he if he didn't wear it for like maybe a week, then the time would get slow and it'd get behind. But he just had to keep wearing it, and as long as he kept wearing it, this the the watch would stay powered up. That's, it's crazy. That's, that's the fancy it's, Seikos. Yeah, he still <laughs> has it. He still has it to this day. But that's obviously because awesome. he had the jewelry store, he could get everything at price and didn't have to, you know, you know, oh, mark it up. That's the hookup always. I'm working on get. I'm working on getting there. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm rocking, uh, I got Dickies, man. I, I like Dickies. I'm wearing Dickies right now, too. I do a lot of work, like, I've always been, like, you know, hands-on, like, working on Jeeps and cars outside. Mm-hmm. So Dickies is just, like, something that's real comfortable, man, always. Yeah. Are they pants or shorts? Pants. I don't rock shorts too much, man. Really? Even in the summer, I'd be I'll be rocking like Dickies <laughs> and like Carhartts, which is crazy. I know. Carhartts in the summer, Carhartt yeah, pants in the yeah, summer. It's crazy. I know. <laughs> I don't know why. Every once in a while, I'll I'll rock some shorts, but <laughs> okay. And the feet. Feet. I got okay. So, um, got these fire Sockenies. So, uh, went out to Cali. And. Uh, did a big trade show and that's when i got hooked up with saucony and they're throwing me flow now really yeah you're on flow for for saucony now yep wild that's the hookup wild that's i know hookup. with with the possible hopefully down the road collab Ooh, really that's like it's not like you know hopefully down the road you know where i'm working on it mm-hmm. it's like a yeah. big like Something that just happened that, you know, out of the blue kind of shit. Like, mm-hmm. wasn't even expecting or, like... I mean, it's a bit of a dream of mine, but... Um, yeah. To do a shoe collaboration? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. That's... With Saucony specifically or just, like, any yeah, shoe brand? Yeah, Saucony specifically. But um, i just been rocking Saucony for a while. And when I went out to this trade show, they were, like, right across from me. It was uh, the L.A. men's market. Oh, okay. So, yeah, like the hundreds were there. Uh, Saucony, I was right next to Primitive Skate. Uh, K-Swiss was on my left. And Kappa was across from me. Like Globe, uh, Dickies Girl, Dickies, uh, mm-hmm. New Era. It was, yeah, pretty beastly show. And I was rocking. That's a wild setup. So I'm rocking Saucony's, and the dude just seen me. He's like, dude, uh. I see you rocking Saucony's the whole show, like, both days. He's like, I'm going to hook you up, and I'm going to get you on our flow team. So he's like, here's an email, and, you know, pick what shoes you want, and we're going to send them to you. I got, like, 15 pairs so far. You said 50? 15. Oh, okay. And that was in, in, you know, beginning of September when we went to that show. Or August, my name, August. Damn, so you had a big, busy August, because we met in August at Thread Affair in Columbia, so you... In August, you had you were collabing or not collabing, but you put on flow by Saucony with a wild setup around you in in Cali, right? And then Threat Affair with everyone else. Yeah, um, yeah. I've been. I was in Miami two weeks before that, uh, the Cali trip, and then me and one of my guys on my skate team, Spencer. He we drove cross country to California. What was that like, dude? Crazy. I mean. Um, well, let me start off with like when I went to uh, Miami, I I didn't display. It's the same show, mm-hmm. but um, it was like twice as much money to be at both, and I didn't, you know, starting out, you know, I mean, I've been going for like four and a half years, but I still, you know, it was hard to even make that trip happen to Cali, mm-hmm. but uh, we made it happen, you know. Um, yeah. But that Miami show, I met a bunch of people there too, um, just getting out. I encourage people always to, you know, just even if you don't have anything going on there, just show up. You're going to meet people Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, But, yeah, the trip to Cali was crazy. My brother lives out there. And then we had some homies from 
Greenville that have moved out there. So we were like pushing skateboards one morning, going to the coffee shop and seeing the homies literally at the stop sign, like right up the street, <laughs> right up the street from my brother's house. So, um, that's crazy. That was crazy. And they, you know, were super hyped that we made it out there, you know, South Carolina brand, you know, making it coming out to mm-hmm. LA, like popping up with all these big brands, you know, so it was hype, you know, just seeing the homies and seeing their expressions, you know, that was super cool. Yeah. That was been sick. What was, was the drive tough? Just like logistics wise? Yeah, we left. I, I would uh, say leave when you leave, don't leave first thing in the morning, leave it like. Or leave first thing in the morning, my bad. Don't leave late at night because on the way there, we left late at night. And um, Mm. by the time we got like through Atlanta, it was like hell. And then it was like we were (laughs) were pretty tired. But if we would have left in the morning, you know, we could have made it way past Atlanta. I can't even do – I try to do a seven-hour drive to Virginia in the morning, and I couldn't even do that. So I did it once before for the 4th of July one year. And then I did it again for Labor Day weekend, but I learned my lesson. So I, I, what I started doing was carrying a bag of chili peppers with me. And if I get sleepy, I would just pop, <laughs> I would pop chili peppers. <laughs> that had you sweating Just too. to like, yeah, have me sweating just so I could like stay awake. It worked, but, yeah, but I mean. Munchy food. I was ready to eat a home cooked meal. Let's just say that much. Yeah. Eating out, it gets it's hard to eat good and you know all the above when you're on the road. Yeah, Josh, I feel like there's better ways to stay awake than eating uh, peppers on the road. Well, the thing (laughs) is, people told me you know blast music that doesn't work when you blast, not for me at least, and you know sing along to the words. None of that stuff works because the minute I start getting distracted, I start dozing off. So the only thing (laughs) I could think of was just inflict pain on myself and that would why is that your first thought (laughs) well i tried everything else if you got better ideas tell me man i was probably i was probably uh causing pain to the homies ears from singing along yeah yeah Yeah. that's what i do to like kind of keep myself going just play some music that i like and just sing along to it or just like a coffee a red bull you're right. Well, it didn't work for me. Red Bulls, coffees, because at the time I used to drink coffee religiously. So no matter how I mixed and matched that stuff, it just wasn't working. So I just had to, mm. like I said, I had to <laughs> literally suffer through the drive in order to stay awake. <laughs> I started listening to Weezer again on that drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while Weezer. since I listened to him. And I was like, damn, why have I not been listening to Weezer? Yeah. I'm actually a fan. Um, I've always been a Weezer fan, so. Um, all right, let's get let's get back on track here. Uh, Josh, what are you wearing for the fit check? <laughs> um, I'm gonna start bottom to top. Uh, I got as usual the Onisukas. Griffin's already seen it, but the Onisukas right here is what I wear oh, okay. all the time. And then I got these baby blue pants. They're like chinos, basically, real comfortable from Bonobos. And Patagonia t-shirt, gray, and then this green flannel that I just started wearing. It's a corduroy. It's, it's lined on the inside with corduroy, but the outside is just standard flannel material. And then I got the North Face uh, beanie cap on. Very warm, warmer than I thought I would need to dress for today. I don't know what's it like <laughs> in Greenville over there, but Columbia, I think we're sitting at like mid-70s. <laughs> so, it's yeah. like 80 right now. It was oh, 80 it is. earlier. It was, yeah. it was warm in Greenville. The corduroys, the corduroys fire, by the way. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. I don't know the brand. It's like some old 
Mountaineer brand. They don't Fire. even make anymore. Because the size mm. is an XL, and I've never worn an XL ever in my life. And this fits me perfectly. So I know, I guess back then the size were a burly man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am not a burly man. But, but yeah. What you got, Griffin? What's going on? Uh, I have just my normal black t-shirt that I thrifted that I wear all the time. And then I just have a purple Dickies on a seven fours classic and then just black, uh, chucks just super, super basic Nice purple Dickies. Yeah. Is that the well, checkered I'm, ones? I'm like, I'm like catfishing right now. Like currently while we're recording, I'm just in sweatpants, but like for the fit pick, it's going to be the, the purple Dickies and cons. Is that the checkered ones from, from Vegas? No, no, no. Those are blue. Oh, well, I can't wait to see this. I've never seen these. Yeah, Purple Dickies isn't too basic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that that concludes the the fit check, let's get into the actual interview. So let's start with you, Stephen, and your personal style. How would you describe your personal style now, and has it changed throughout uh, the various stages of your life? Yeah, um, definitely it's it has changed some. I went to a private school when I was younger, so... I was always shopping at Goodwill and shit, trying to find, like, retro ties and, mm-hmm. like, the most random, like, crazy shit. Um, it was a cool time. But uh, um, nowadays, I really just rock tees for the most part, sweatshirts, hoodies. I don't really yeah. be rocking polos too much anymore. Um, yeah, you're not going crazy? You're not, nah, you're not, you know. I've been wearing this crazy Dockers uh paisley to like weddings and shit and everybody's like yo that shit's fire yeah because everybody's in like you know a solid shirt with a tie or something yeah black white navy (laughs) yeah and i show up with this fucking maroon paisley all over print like buttoned up to the top button buttoned i like cho i'm kind of you know cholo style but not really i got i so i grew up in chicago um Mm. And when I was 10 and going back and forth with my dad to Puerto Rico during the summers, you know, um, I mean, flat bills, I've always rocked, I've always rocked flat bills, baseball. I've always been into baseball and white Sox, Chicago. Um, you're a Sox fan. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We We have to end the interview. (laughs) Oh, you're, you're a cub. You're a cubby fan. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, we still like the bulls and the Blackhawks. So. Yeah, exactly. We had that. And, <laughs> and the Bears, yeah. Yeah, my style's kinda kinda all over, I guess. Uh I kind of been rocking dad shoes recently. What are dad shoes? Um, the Sockanese. Like, I don't know, like these kids, the kids at like hyped experience, you know, they come in, they're like, you know, still in high school and they're like, I'm like, yo, what's up? You heard of Sockanese before? Like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. They're oh, like man. They're like, nah, I never seen those, oh. man. And they're looking at like Jays and Dunks and stuff. And I'm just yeah. like, I'm trying to get these kids on these Sockanese, but you know. Oh man. This is like that's the first time I've heard that. <laughs> that's the first it's time. Crazy. I, when you say dad shoes, I thought you meant like the the New Balance, the all whites with the navy blue. Oh, um, I got trim. I got the USA made New Balance. I've, like these ones, like the ones that I had that I just beat. The like nine, these, the t- nine nine six or these five? are nine ninety like V three nine nineties. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh man, Salkanese dad shoes. That makes me sad. I mean, it kind of it kind. I mean, nowadays, I mean, 
when we were younger, we wore them because they were comfortable as fuck. Like, let's be honest. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. But yeah, I mean, I like I I be rocking old skate tees. I don't really be rocking old band tees too much. Yeah. No graphic tees or anything like that. Yeah, I try. I mean, you guys heard of Fresh Jive? No. No, dude. It's like one of the first street brands, bro. They got one of the best promo videos ever. Uh, people have copied it throughout years. And then the dude is like, he's kind of like, um, I don't know if he's part owner, but I know he has a lot to do with uh, like Los Angeles apparel nowadays, which is a, oh, okay. which is USA made clothing. Um, yeah. We, we've been getting our t-shirts from there recently uh, doing... Should, like get in the blank. I mean, that's like a really good quality. Oh yeah, t-shirt. Oh yeah. The I mean the shirts before we do anything to them cost like over nine dollars. Yeah, I know that LA Apparel is like insane quality t-shirts. That's where like most like brands like Stussy and like Thrasher get their stuff from LA Apparel. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, when I was in Cali, a lot of a lot of people were like, "Yo, these shirts are real, real nice. Like the quality is like mm. super good." Uh, and Miami also, but. A lot of people were like, yo, these these are probably Los Angeles apparel. Do you look for that when you shop? Just like Cali or not? Yeah, I guess do you look for like um, a certain Yeah, when I like for hat for hats for sure. I'm looking for like either flat bill or like a lower It's a deeper hat kind of? Yeah, it's deeper. Just... Yeah, deeper well. Oh, you know? I didn't know there was a difference. I well, need there's a like a low profile and then there's like a ultra low profile. Mm-hmm. And it's actually ultra low it actually fits higher than low yeah. low is the best one if you're like if if that's well that's what i like yeah i like i like for my hat to like when i put it on it it, it goes right on like and feels like it's like covering my hair more you know yeah like it's on the my i have head. trouble with hats bro i have i have such a weird head dude hats are like so, i can't hats are so hard it hats are like you would think it'd be so easy to make some hats like it's not easy i was in cali um I met this dude who has a cut and sew operation. So we went and checked out his operation and he does, he can do t-shirts or it's, it's all USA made. Like I, we went and saw the factory and everything, but uh, he can do anything like t-shirts or sweats, but he doesn't do mm-hmm. any, like anything outside of that. So um, like he won't do jean or corduroy or anything like that. So it's a cut and sew, but it's a limited and while when mm. when we left there, we just like Googled like hat manufacturer because it was like this spot in, in L.A. where it's like just factories everywhere. So we type yep. in hat manufacturer and like right up the street. It's like the, a place that makes hats. So we pull up, knock on the door. It's like no windows. Um, no one answers. <laughs> I ring the doorbell. No one answers. So I call the place. I'm like, hey, uh. They're like, hey, um, and then the lady like, she's like, are you outside right now? Because it sounds like you're like hearing the same shit right now. I'm like, yeah, I'm out here. She's like, all right, well, usually we don't like just let people in, but I'll let you in. So we walk in and dude, they got like Thrasher hats, Spitfire hats, FTP hats. Um, like, dude, any big brand you've ever seen, like they do the Cactus Jack hats. Um, so you just stumbled across this like gold mine of dude, these hats. dude. Yes, it was. It's crazy. There's one local <laughs> brand I seen in there that they had made, but yeah, it's like three walls of just hats. Super clean, like office space, like super dope spot. Um, 
So yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's where I will be getting my hats from here on out. We saw your catalog. Appreciate you sending us the catalog for your yeah. your twenty twenty one catalog. Yeah, Those pictures yeah. were dope. And Thanks, the gear. Man. I mean, those crew neck, I really, I really vibe with crew neck sweaters. And I think you had two on there. You had one with the Latron, you know, Fox on the, on the side, on one side. And then you had another one where it just said Latrons and embroidered in the center. Yeah. Is yeah. that what you call it? Yeah. That's a, it was black was on black, a, uh, basically. Yeah. Cross stitch embroidery. Yeah. And it's like real, you know, like you can scrape it and like you, if you yeah. hit something, it's not going to like on tangle you know it's mm-hmm. it's a type of embroidery that you know it's gonna hopefully last forever you know it's a coyote by the way coyote okay <laughs> tell me about the name yeah okay so so a canis latrans is a coyote in in latin and then latrans like by itself is actually the uh the action that a coyote makes and it's like to growl or bark or snarl yeah I changed the name of the brand like three times, honestly. What was the timeline like? What did you start with? We started out as this brand called Trickster Supply Company. And then I mm. say this to tell people, you know, always do your research. Because there was a brand in Alaska named Trickster mm. Supply Company. Oh. And they, <laughs> they make, which is crazy, because they make girls' leggings and skateboards whoa so when i saw the skateboards i was like oh shit we got we got to work on this we got to change the name you got to change it so i'm like damn so i changed it overnight to this crazy name i don't know why we came up with it but it was like y-o-t like yote official yote yote yeah yote (laughs) and then you know just me and my buddies just like man this doesn't sound right dude it's just it's horrible. Like the name, you can't even type it in Google because it had like the two dots over the O, or yeah. a hyphen, oh, or a hyphen, right. a hyphen over the O. And on my cell yeah. phone, you couldn't even type that in. And oh yeah, man, you got to be SEO. Dude. You got to be search engine optimized, man. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't <laughs> search engine even capable, dude. I'm like, oh, we're fucked. Like we got to get rid of this. We got to figure something out. <laughs> And yeah. all the kids still today were like, dude, Yoda Fisher was the shit. Like, they still be talking about it. But um, <laughs> I was just like Googling. I'm like, man, like synonyms to tricksters. Like, and a trickster is a coyote too. How so? In mythology. Oh, well, oh, in mytho- oh, yeah. in like Indian Indian mythology, like a coyote was a trickster. It could, it could, you know, change itself and adapt to all environments. And that right. was like okay. something that I wanted with the brand, you know, it was like, we're, you know, I got homies in Cali, I got homies in Puerto Rico, I got homies up in Massachusetts, Chicago, Denver, Colorado. And I was like, this is like, this is something that's, and a coyote in general, they're all, they're in every state. So I was like, yeah, man, right. this is like up and coming. And I was like, I'd be Googling coyote news all the time. I'll post. I'll post. I post it up every once in a while, like on my story. I'll be posting up coyote stories, but like literally every couple hours, there's coyote news on yeah on the internet. It's crazy, but uh, so yeah, I was googling and like synonyms and just all kind of shit, and right in front of me the whole time, Canis Latrons, and I texted to my homeboy. I'm like, Yo, Latrons, and he's like, Dude. He just sent me like cheers and like, yo, that's it. And everybody yeah. like on the team, like my artist, I sent them like, yo, Latrons. 
and they're like and then they just googled it and they're like yo that, mm-hmm. that's it that's the yeah. name and it's no one else and no one else has it that's, that's another perfect. thing like that's perfect you type that in like there's no yeah no brands or whatever that's key yeah it's a really unique name for sure why did you even like what got you what got you to the point where you were like man i want to start my own clothing company okay so just like (laughs) (laughs) go into skate shops and seeing like things i don't know like it like seeing t buying a t-shirt you could only wear it one time Mm -hmm. at skate shops some yeah there's been some spots like you go to it like or even i mean even local brands dude like if you use like shitty material yeah you know like people have told me since i started like dude just get you know cheap shirts from china mm-hmm. for like less than a dollar and sell your shit for twenty dollars and you're making you know eighteen dollars whatever you know what i'm saying but yeah i've always wanted just to like do something that's like quality something that people want to want to keep wearing you know mm-hmm. not just one time wash it and then it doesn't fit correctly then you just got a t-shirt sitting there that you're like damn should i give this away should I, you know yeah so that was really one of my main main things why i started and also just i've always wanted to me and my buddies always wanted to start a skate company like growing up and everybody's gone their own ways and i've tried to get people you know like yo come you know come like i'll i'll make partner let you partner up with me just you know help me out with this shit like let's do this shit together and no one's really yeah. been down so i've been really been doing this solo dolo i mean nice. going to all these huh. pop-ups you know doing the thrift events and um like this weekend i'm going up i sponsored a skate event in elizabethtown it's called the ramp massacre Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm go. I'm pretty much going up solo dolo. I think. I think uh, some, couple hip hop artists said they would might ride with me. Actually, yeah. But uh, just you got to have the hustle. You know, it's some people aren't born with it, but if you want something enough, you're gonna go for it and try to make it happen as best as you can. I like it. I like getting clothes on people, man. I've been doing a ten dollar bucket recently at shows, um, just to like move merch to get new stuff come in, and um, I'm right now I'm yeah. working on getting a screen press. That's my that's my biggest okay. concern right now is, uh, just working working locals good, but you know sometimes the time, yeah, the timing's gonna be backed up on local stuff. Mm. Which isn't a bad thing if you know you got your shit in line, but you know, but whoever it, has would it just shit, be whoever has their shit in line, you know? Yeah, would it would a word or a screen press just make it easier just to make just to get stuff out faster? Yeah, and it's just something that I really want to do. I really want to yeah. focus on screen printing and also screen printing for other people too, not just for my not just for myself. Yeah. Um, Cause it is hard to find, you know, a good someone that actually has like cares about the art, and not just in it for the money. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, and it takes it takes time to set stuff up. Like if you're only gonna print twenty five t shirts, um, and say, 
a lot of people aren't going to do it if they're a bigger screen press place. Because if it's hard to set yeah. up, if you have a lot of colors and this or that, um, they're going to want you to do at least like 50 minimum. And I've, yeah. And Just for real, honestly, it. for me, um, I've had a lot of people like asking me, like, yo, I want to do this, I want to do that. Uh, we want to start with like 100 t shirts. And like the first thing I'm like, dude, no, don't. Do not make a hundred t-shirts. Just do like twenty-five to thirty. When you sell out, go make some more. You do a hundred t-shirts okay. for me personally. Like last summer when I dropped this shirt right here that I'm wearing, it was a, also a collaboration mm. drop with uh, uh, Chuck Christian, a local tattoo artist here. I did, dude, but I only made like twenty-five of every t-shirt. Almost sold out that weekend and did like $2,100. It was my biggest weekend I've ever done, ever, still till today. Um, and it was just like I kept it, you know, small. And then that, that winter I made like a bunch of shirts because I'm like, oh, dude, look, we sold out. We made, you know, we made this much money on over the weekend and we sold almost everything. So on my next drop, I did like mm -hmm. 50 t-shirts. Dude, well, you do like a bunch of different colors. Say you do four four different colors or five yeah. different colors. Now mm -hmm. you've got like 250 t-shirts, you know? And if you think... You got a warehouse? Not, you got a warehouse for all those shirts? <laughs> not even. I don't even have a warehouse or anything yet, bro. I'm just working yeah. out of the house and shit. Small scales, I think small scale will do better anyway if you, because it, it, it adds to that exclusivity almost, you know, like limited. Oh, for, for sure. You know, a lot of yeah. people like to do the one of ones. A lot of people like to do, you know, limited supply. And, and that really gets people motivated to hop on, yep. you know, stay up to date, stay close, yeah. keep their ear to the streets when they're listening for what's what's coming out, you know, what's exactly. on the way and things exactly. like that. Because exactly. I've noticed a lot of clothing drops, especially shoe drops, the hype for those are like albums now. They remind me of like the hype for like dropping music albums when you're talking about shoes and sneakers and, and, and just certain pieces of clothing. So it's it's the hype that's built around it is crazy. So I understand Well, like the, now you have that leverage well, to do the that. The SB Dunks, like I found out like you can't, skate shops can't sell those online. You have to go. Well, you can't in, even buy them outright. You, you have can't to, even buy them outright. Well, no, you, you have to yeah. like put in for a drawing. But you still got to go. You still got to go to the shop and like walk in, go to the counter. You know, like like back in the day, if you're gonna buy an album, mm -hmm. you had to. You couldn't just download yeah. it. You had to walk into the fucking CD store and go buy that shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know how old you guys are, but I'm 33. So. No, it's not. We're not. That, <laughs> we're I'm, not that young. Well, I'm I'm only 20. Like I'm I'm the youngest one here. Yeah, I'm 33. So it's like I I don't I don't remember like walking into a store and ever having to buy a CD. The first and only time I tried to buy a CD, I made a mistake because I went to Walmart. And Walmart doesn't sell oh. explicit <laughs> albums. They only sell they only sell edited albums, got, and I didn't know that. Got the Eminem. So I went. And, no, I caught me Drake's very first album. Oh, I think it, what, what did he call it? So far gone. I think. Yeah. yeah so far gone. Or thank me I later. Think. I think it was thank me later. But yeah, it was it remember. was 
his very first album and i got that thing and put put it in my little cd player it was edited man very disappointing <laughs> yeah i got i've done it before i've done it before i got a uh eminem album one time and it's like half like you couldn't even hear half the shit right do you go to at walmart i think yeah, target no, does it that was, too it was, Are you I, in a walmart? Yeah, one time i bought a cd at walmart yeah yeah it was horrible that was the last time Ever since that happened, I just stuck with LimeWire and just downloaded songs for free at the time. LimeWire doesn't exist anymore. There's so many viruses <laughs> on your computer. What's your favorite piece that you've dropped since Latrons became a thing? Probably the soccer jersey I did. The soccer jerseys are dope. I saw those. I scrolled down on the Instagram, yeah. and those were so And then sick. I did the hockey jersey, but the hockey jersey for me personally – it's so baggy, like I, I don't know. I just maybe mm-hmm. I could rock it to a hockey game, but some of these, some yeah. of these like uh, skaters and artists, you know, that I fuck with, they they know how to rock it better than I can. Yeah. But the soccer yeah. jersey, something that I actually rock a lot. See, if I wear yeah. jerseys, I can't. I don't like wearing undershirts in anything. So if it's too baggy, sometimes it just don't look right. Yeah, I'm not an undershirt. undershirt. Yeah, I'm not an no. undershirt kind of guy either. I like yeah. them on basketball jerseys, but that's, undershirts. That's the only one, and it has to be super baggy basketball jersey. Yeah, well, I like baggy jerseys in general, yeah. but they never look good. Some of them look like I can pull off a football jersey without an undershirt. Definitely basketball jersey, but I feel like a hockey jersey would be too baggy for me. I haven't tried it yet, but. Well, it's so yeah. I do. I have rocked it a few times over a hoodie. That oh yeah, that's the easy way to get away. Yeah, that's, that's the, the easy way to get away with a baggy over, any baggy jersey over a hoodie, and yeah. it's kind of something you don't that's see too often either. First, first pair of pants I want to create. I want to do corduroys. I've been holding back corduroys. I love everyone. Pants. Wa- everyone's been hitting me up like, "Yo, make some sweatpants, make some this, make some that." I'm like, dude, I. I I like kind of told myself mm. the first pair of pants I want to do are corduroy. So, what makes corduroy so special? Why do you want that to be your first? One I don't so know. Bad? I just growing up, I always I always loved corduroys. I do too. I do too. I love corduroys. There is a... they all fit differently though. Some of them can be really baggy. Some of them can be really fitted. I've had different experiences yeah, mine, with corduroys. Mine are gonna it's be wild. mine are gonna be baggy. For, okay. For at least for for the for the brand. I like I like baggy. I try to make bigger stuff. Like all even my t-shirts fit big. Yeah. What do you what do you think about people who maybe even like uh certain like skate brands that kind of well not necessarily brands but just like people within like the skate community who kind of like gatekeep it a little bit and are kind of just like oh if you're not if you can't do this trick you're not a real skater or like even on the other hand like people who dress and like act like they're in the community but they have never picked up a skateboard in their life like what's your what's your kind of take on that as far as like going to skate shops like and trying to sell to a skate shop um it it isn't easy it's like Mm -hmm. the the number one thing they say is like um you know we don't really put brands in here until there's a demand for it which I mean, if you're starting right. a skate brand in your home city, like there's not going to be a demand necessarily in Columbia, in Charleston, in Asheville. It's kind of like, you know, you got to get it in here 
and then you know when people start buying it you'll notice like it's working but as far as like people just coming in there and asking for you know latrons and columbia or in atlanta like that's not gonna happen that often big moves coming big moves coming we'll be there we'll be there to see it all happen so so to make sure everyone stays tuned we want to we want to first of all thank you for coming on the show chopping it up with us we learned a lot about about latrons and we learned that it's a it's a coyote and not a fox (laughs) (laughs) so we appreciate that but all in all we want you to be able to plug what you need to plug so how can the people find you uh latrons.com or uh latrons on instagram l-a-t-r-a-n-s latrons awesome again thank you so much for coming on i appreciate you guys for having me man it uh, was a pleasure and then you can also follow the show on instagram as usual where we post behind the scenes content fit picks and a mood board to go along with every episode every single friday our producers and editors are joshua teckle sydney daigle and grace Patton. and this podcast is a production from the garnet media group podcast network you can find out more about garnet media podcasts and other student work at garnetmedia.org